0: There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away just a dream
1: away Well, it sounds pretty good. In fact, that's just the right spirit. Our songwriters, Dick and Bob Sherman of the Walt Disney Studio. The Sherman Brothers have written many of the wonderful songs for our motion pictures and television shows. And I think this song, written especially for you, captures the spirit of the General Electric Pavilion at the New York World's Fair. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Say goodbye to the folks. Bye-bye. It is another wonderful monorail morning, and this is the Morning Monorail. I'm your host, Justin Monorail, and joining me is Landon the Dawes Done. Landon, welcome to the show.
0: Glad to be back, uh, buddy. You've made it through an entire week of Monday through Friday morning monorail, so good job on you. Good job to the listeners for coming along with this uh, monumentous monorail change. I love the fact that you're growing the brand. Good job, yeah, buddy.
1: Giving it a shot, seeing what happens. I'm hoping that this is a positive change for everybody and we're not just inundating you <laughs> and <laughs> oversaturating the market with monorails. But hey, you know what? Uh, people demand the content and our 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 fans are going to appreciate it, I think. Because
0: so. we have the best fans. I mean, we but, do. Uh, let's be honest. I don't want to downplay or... or, or- throw shots at other fan bases but 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 our fans are the best fans they are good job on you for being awesome fan and also it's friday so yay it's
1: friday friday february the 5th 2021 thanks so much for joining us again whether you're listening today on your way to work or on the way home or whenever you listen, we hope you're having a beautiful day and we're excited. We got a fun topic for you today and I say we jump right into it. Um, this is something that Landon, you and I have talked about for quite a while because as we were doing our m 34 d program, the Sherman brothers have come up a lot and mm-hmm. for good reason. I mean, their fingerprints are all over Disney movies, all over the Disney parks they have had such an impact to our experience of disney like they're i think synonymous with the like what you think of when you think of disney so we had discussed at from time to time you've asked me the question if you had to just come up with a top five list of Sherman Brothers songs, I was like, man, you, you can't put a guy on the spot like that. because <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I probably shouldn't, but I have put you, you on the spot several times with, yeah. that, with
1: that exact question. So, of course, I've tap danced around it and not answered directly. <laughs> um, but I felt like it was time to actually address this question. And what better way than on our first Friday of the morning monorail? Let's kick it off on a high note and let us share our thoughts on our individual top fives from the Sherman Brothers Library, and man, I got to tell you, this was this was difficult coming up with a top mm-hmm. five list.
0: It really was. I mean, you talked about how their fingerprints are all over not only the Disney parks but the movies, uh, things that you associate with Disney. Like, like there's there's a good chance that the Sherman Brothers definitely played a role in this. It's yep. like like that that one song that. Uh, Will never, ever leave your head. It's a small world. I don't know if that's going to make your top five, Jay, but I feel like it would be negligent of us if we didn't at least mention it because, I mean, that is one of the most earwormy songs
1: of all time. It absolutely is. I think that it's been. Uh, the conjecture is out there that it's the most played song of all time in the world. And I think probably if you just consider the attractions constantly playing it every day for the last, I don't know, 40, 50 years, <laughs> then, yeah, maybe that's Even true. when it's
0: closed, that song is played. <laughs> like, Disney physically can't get it to stop. It's weird. <laughs>
1: that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is possible, but it's possible that you may not know who the Sherman Brothers are. So, let me just share with you all just a little Quick background, and then we'll jump right into our list. The Sherman Brothers, Robert and Richard Sherman, both our names, of course, they had to be. Um, they wrote mu- music for motion pictures such as Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, The Jungle Book, uh, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, The Happiest Millionaire, Charlotte's Web, The Aristocats. So much work, but also they have written songs for so many of the classic Disney attractions that we know and love. They were part of Walt Disney Studios and... If you watch the Imagineering story, there's these beautiful stories about how Walt would just call them to his office because he wanted them to play uh, Tuppins and uh, <laughs> let's go fly a kite and that sort of thing. Um, like, I mean, you say it's beautiful, but when you think about it, it's like,
0: could you imagine having a boss be like, hey, get in here and perform for me right now?
1: Yeah. Well, but you know... Talk about a compliment. I mean, this is the head guy in charge, and like when he needs to, like either decompress or find a right headspace, he calls on these guys, and he's like, <laughs> you know, come on in here, guys. I I, I need to vibe. You know, <laughs> I get that. I get that. So yes, you're right. It's it's a little bit like dance monkey dance but also it's like (laughs) it's also quite a compliment for the show
0: but i feel like you me and probably most of our listeners if uncle walt called us and said hey can you do this absolutely buddy you got it
1: yeah no kidding so they've got countless credits in terms of scores for movies they've won more awards than I could possibly name for their songs and their work on films. Academy Awards, they've been nominated and won. Um, BAFTA Awards, BMI, Disney Awards. Um, just by the way, I thought I invented the Mousekers, but in 1985, in the Hollywood Bowl in California, they won a Mouseker. Ma- a um, Shut up! Really? They did, yeah. I, I honestly, guys, thought I invented <laughs> Mouskers, but
0: well, that wouldn't be the first time that we thought we came up with something that's actually happening. Go back and see what would we do with the Marvel property in <laughs> yeah, parks? That's right. Yeah, uh, uh, we we totally uh, pitched the idea of Iron Man taking over the rock and roller coaster. Spoiler alert! That's already happened in some <laughs> parks. So. <It> Whoops! <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But Golden Globes, Grammys—I mean, it's the list goes on and on. And of course, they do have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So, hopefully, so. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, without further ado, I think that lets you know a little bit about the Sherman Brothers. Let's get into it. And and Landon, I don't know how you went about constructing your list, but I decided for today's purposes, I was just going to focus on music you could hear in the Disney parks. So that's the way I did it. That's not what you had to do. You could do anything you wanted.
0: Okay, good, because I definitely went in a different direction. I do have some songs that you can definitely hear in Disney parks, but, I mean, I I feel like it would be – negligent to completely ignore their body of work from outside the Disney park. I did keep it in the Disney family, but I have a couple songs that were featured in uh, not only live action, but animated movies as well. That's totally fine. I'm glad because it means our list will be different. They will be different. Also, I want to clarify four of these songs, there's no ranking, but there is definitely a number one oh. song. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how I came upon that uh, that ranking. I think the BCS was involved. Uh, I had to poll the AP writers <laughs> and some coaches, too. It doesn't make sense. There's a computer involved. Wow. Um, I think Condoleezza Rice gets to say so. So I don't know, but, but, but. Five through two, yeah, kind of floating, but there is a different number one.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to challenge you a bit here as we do this because I wanted to alternate our list. Okay. So you have to decide how you're going to share those bottom four, um, what order you'll put them in. And it could just be no particular order. But but yeah, I, I just figured if I tried to include the movies, what was going to happen is all five of mine may have been from Mary Poppins. I don't know like but then I was like but all the Winnie the Pooh songs and mm-hmm. you know it's it's really tough so all right let's start with what I consider to be the five slot and I'm gonna get you to kick things off Landon give me it doesn't have to be your number five but what's one of them from the bottom four
0: okay uh I am going to go uh you already mentioned Mary Poppins um Jim like ah. like that song like just even thinking about it like the hair on my arm is standing yeah. up Uh I, I am a massive Dick Van Dyke fan oh, like I course. think he is just incredibly talented he's truly an American treasure to not only America the, uh, the entire world his accent is hilarious if it was if it was shot today and he came out with that accent maybe would be considered borderline offensive but it's just it's like like everything about the song it's 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 uplifting it's memorable uh i i love i i, I just love the sound of it and it's uh it, it even has like a little bit of a talking part in the middle of it of the song to kind of i don't want to say break up the monotony because that has a negative connotation but it it it, it it feels different yeah. throughout the song. And, just and, variety, and I, yeah. yeah. I, I just love that song.
1: Yeah, I love that that's on your list because, by the way, you could put this on the list of songs that showed up in the Disney parks because it was the song in the Mary Poppins room, in the Mary Poppins scene of The Great Movie Ride. Oh.
0: Re- okay, all right. Well, well, well it's, uh, it's a twofer, we'll yeah. call it.
1: Yeah, so that one is a Disney Park song from a Disney movie. And again, that if if my list had been all inclusive, that would have been on the list because man, Mary Poppins has a strong soundtrack.
0: It really does. Like <laughs> like and and I kind of feel like you said it it very easily, like this top five could have been just straight all Mary Poppins. Because yeah. I mean, like that soundtrack is just so killer. It's but killer. you know, I, I I
1: want to celebrate the entire catalogue, so to speak. Absolutely. So. No. Well done. Well done. My number five in the parks is going to come from a ride that maybe isn't my wife's favorite, but it's one of mine. And that is, of course, the theme song to Carousel of Progress, There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow.
0: Wow. I mean, like, I'm not shocked that it's on your list, but coming in at number five.
1: Yeah, I I spent a long time thinking about this in terms of what songs would I not mind, like, if I just heard them. I could sing along to, they'd put me in a happy mood, and I could just kind of like, you know, let it roll. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow I love. I love this song. And by the way, we're talking about in terms of just songs in the parks, I think there are more over 20 um songs, you know, that you could credit with the the Sherman brothers. Um especially if you get into what songs they play in the the Winnie the Pooh ride. Um, like I said, great movie ride. You go all over the place. But yeah, for me, there's a great big beautiful tomorrow. And yes. They did write the replacement song, which was Now is the Time, Now is the Best Time. Now is the best time of our lives. Uh, but that, to me, is the inferior Carousel of Progress song. I definitely prefer the original and the one that's there today because it came back. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. So, yeah, that's my number five.
0: Wow. Wow. And, and, and I don't disagree with, uh, with saying that uh, there's only one song in the Carousel of Progress. And it's a great, big,
1: beautiful. Day. Yeah, there you go. That's it. All right, Landon, what's your number? Quote unquote for
0: <laughs> uh, next up, I'm staying with the Dick Van Dyke theme. I love me some Dick Van Dyke. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Ooh, good one. Like, like it's such a nonsensical song. <laughs> like the premise of it is, uh, hey, this car makes a weird noise. <laughs> no, we're not going to take it to the shop. We're going to write a song about it. And I like, like it's so upbeat. It's memorable. Like, like, like. It, like like even just thinking about it, it's like, you're like I, I, yeah just just kind of bobbing it, it, it gets in your brain um uh it's catchy uh it has some sweet harmonies in it with Dick Van Dyke and his kids like like yeah. taking uh different parts i love it uh the uh and, and the joys of the uh, of the youth because uh you can sneak in a swear word when you're singing this song <laughs> like like if, if you're an immature uh, itch it like me maybe you know get, get, get a little blue when you're singing chitty chitty bang bang
1: that's right Yeah, you got to watch it. You might get tongue-tied. Oh, absolutely. Or or, or Accidentally or on purpose. Yep. (laughs) All right, my number four. We're going to hop over to Epcot for this one. And this comes from an extinct experience. You can no longer hear this song unless... Actually, they might play it as part of the Imagination Pavilion um, medley if you go over to the Imagination bathrooms. But back in the days when Magic Journeys was in the theater at the Imagination Pavilion in the pre-show... There was a little tune you would hear called "Making Memories," and we referenced this when we were talking about the Imagination Pavilion. I just think this song is so catchy. Um, I love the fact that you get like you know a, a variety of different voices singing the song. It's it's a bop. It's a banger. I'd put it on that list. Um, Does
0: it slap? It slaps. Okay, all right.
1: Yeah, Making Memories. It's catchy. It's one of those that I think is an underrated Disney Parks song. I don't think it showed up in Epcot Forever, but I could be wrong. Just off the top of my head, I don't remember it being part of that. But yeah, maybe it was. Maybe just the tune. I don't know. But Making Memories. Number four for me, it, it definitely made some memories for me. Clearly. And, and, and I like the fact that you're
0: including what you call an underrated song, because yeah. I mean, it's, it's very easy to, you know,
1: talk about the big hitters so to speak, but, but I appreciate the deep cut. It was all about photography. If you want to learn why we take pictures, <laughs> <laughs> listen to making memories. Yeah. All right, Landon, your number three.
0: Um, uh, I am sticking with a Disney film, uh, though this is of the animated variety. I want to be like you from the Jungle oh, Book. So good! That song is so dang fun. It has a killer chorus. Uh, it's catchy as hell. I love that King Louie and the other monkeys are using their voices for instruments. Like yeah. growing up, like I don't know if I'd been exposed to something like that, so it sticks out uh, for me. Growing up, watching the Jungle Book, um, uh, maybe. Uh, the only instance of, uh, you know, scatting in in a Disney movie I can think of. And I'm talking to the musical sense, you perverts. Uh, (laughs) And then it just has such a good beat to it. Like, like, like I know I can't dance, but whenever I hear that song, like, again, like, like I kind of Bob to it It makes Mm. me want to dance. And, and just the whole scene, how it plays out, you know, Baloo and, uh, and Bagheera are trying to go save Mowgli. And then for some reason, Baloo's like, yep, I'm going to dress up like a monkey. Mm. And, (laughs) That's that's how the movie plays out. I just love it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Also, my first entrant that does not include
0: Dick Van Dyke.
1: Ooh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. That particular movie, the Jungle Book, seven of the original songs on that film were by the Sherman brothers. So Again, just a killer soundtrack. Yeah. The only the only one that wasn't was The Bare Necessities. Um, really? Yeah. I would have put money that those guys would have had their uh, fingers
0: on that song.
1: I thought so too, actually. But yeah, that, uh, according to some quick research, uh, it was Terry Gil- Gilkison that was responsible for the Bear Necessities. Wow. So, I mean, if you're only going to have one track on the album, that's a pretty good one. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, way to, way to have one track on the album. And oh, by the way, it just happens to be the best one.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, for my number three... We're hopping back over to Magic Kingdom, a song you can still hear to this day, of course. And that is, of course, the Tiki 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 Room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The theme song to Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Talk about another earworm song. Oh, my gosh. I love it. it <laughs> it's one that comes up frequently on my Spotify playlist of Disney Park songs. And I and I love it. And by the way, this one, when if, if there are people out there who used to play Virtual Magic Kingdom, VMK, anytime you went over to the tiki room this would play when you entered the room sometimes I would like exit and go back in the rooms like I want to hear it again <laughs> yeah definitely transports me directly there as soon as I hear that song um, I love that it's the birds singing words um, mm. all around you and and yeah it's it's fantastic it's Get stuck in your head, but not necessarily for me in a bad way. So I will say my host, Phil Williams, when uh, he was talking about
0: taking his daughter uh, to the Magic Kingdom when they were younger, still to this day, that dang bird room, as he called <laughs> it, dang it bird. still haunts him. So, uh, So I appreciate the song, but I do understand if it's not necessarily for everybody.
1: Right, yeah. And this one uh, might be a bit of a tribute to Garrett as well because he's such a big bird fan. But he loves mm-hmm. he loves the Tiki Room. My favorite uh, mask that I have purchased from Disney that I wear frequently is my Tiki Room mask. So,
0: yeah, I uh, I think I picked up that uh, that that four pack and uh, yeah yeah the Magic Kingdom one. It comes with a Haunted Mansion, Tiki Room,
1: Small World, and Space Mountain. Right? I think that's right. And mm-hmm. yeah, that the, the yeah. Tiki one, the Tiki Room one is strong. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone. Is it, I was wearing it last weekend, and someone asked me if I was a Jimmy Buffett fan. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh,
0: it's always 5 o'clock somewhere. That's how time works, right?
1: That's right, yeah. <laughs> All right, Landon, what's your number two?
0: Uh, floating number two, we talked about it recently on an episode of M34D. It's One Little Spark. Uh, oh. Y'all know that Figment is my dude. I love the fact that the story, there's a story in the song uh, uh the creation of figment and yeah. all, and all that stuff um uh just gives you a hopeful feeling it's like like if you have an imagination you can do anything yeah. and 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 I think that's kind of a sentiment that's that's been kind of tamped down here with the uh you know recent reality of 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 re- the real world just kind of being soul breaking as it is. Um, uh, it gives me a vibe, uh, from the main street electric parade yeah. for, for whatever reason. And any t- any time I can tie that to the, uh, it, and bring up, uh, the main street electric parade. I love because that's, that's a killer, uh, show. And then, uh, also South park roasted it a few years ago. <laughs> in, in Imagination land. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: um, I love that tie to the Main Street Electrical Parade and also the Electrical Water Pageant, considering the music's Mm -hmm. basically the same. But um, I get it because it's that synth—the synth synth sounds like all the things that are going on in the background um, that make it kind of feel like that. Because it's like a—it's almost like a baroque style, you know? The um, you could almost hear it being played on like a harpsichord or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Also, nice
0: use of the word baroque style.
1: Hey, if it ain't baroque. Don't fix it. God. Uh, my number two was also One Little Spark. So, boom. Really? All right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, on, we're on the same page for at least one of these. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Everything you said is true. I like the message. I like that. You're right. We get the um, origin of figment in the song, but also just the idea of imagination and, and how imagination impacts the world. It's great. It's fantastic. I could listen to it all the time. Figment forever. Mm-hmm. You haters hit the road
0: yeah yeah figments my dude and i will fight you
1: yeah all right it is time landon you said you had one clear number one i can't wait to hear it please let us know what is your number one all time sherman brothers song
0: well you've already referenced it on your list so uh uh to me this is the quintessential disney song when 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 you hear this song it gives you hope it makes you think that hey maybe we as humans won't screw this up almost had to thank you thank you for the live edit (laughs) um it's it's there's a great big beautiful tomorrow for me it's like like they they recently uh uh had a commercial put out for the magic kingdom while all this is going on and it has uh it has it underneath it and that feels like cheating because it did make me cry um uh
1: it (sighs) It definitely evokes that feeling. I, just thinking about the commercial right now, as you mentioned, I know it, I'm yeah, like, like going to get like, choked. Like up. I,
0: I had to choke it back a little, and it's like that commercial. <laughs> I don't know if I it, it, like. Like clearly, this is a killer song. I already called it the quintessential Disney song, yeah. but seeing that commercial last year and the complete dumpster fire that 2020 was, <laughs> and if we're being honest, 2021 20, kind of continues to be like that commercial gave this song a new meaning for me. And, and like, like it does kind of give you that, that spark, not one little spark, but it's like, like that glimmer of hope. It's like, 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 like we're going to get through this because tomorrow it's, it's only a day away. And, and we don't know what tomorrow brings. And yeah, yeah, if, 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 if it's going to follow the script of 2021 and 2020, it's probably going to be like, like dogs that uh, shoot bees out of their (laughs) mouths when they bark or something ridiculous like that. But, but I mean,
1: it's not hope for that.
0: Hope, Is coming. I mean, this song is all about, about having hope and, and, and talking about like, like tomorrow it's, it's going to get better. And, and with everything that's gone on, like I'm kind of clinging to that idea. So that to me is number one with a bullet. I love it. You put it number five, you monster.
1: I put it number five because I feel like you can't, there's no losers in this list. You know, they're all great. And by the way, I feel like you're number one. I'm glad it's number one on your list. I feel like my number one deserves to be there as well. And what is that? That is, of course, this is going to surprise you. It's a small world after all.
0: Yes. Really? Wow. Yeah. I know this is an audio based format, but, but uh, I wish there was that video
1: uh, aspect of it because my jaw just hit the floor. Really? And I'll tell you why. You may not be a person who's lucky enough to travel to the parks often. You may be a person who's never been to Walt Disney World. Guarantee, if you're at least an adult, you know what It's a Small World is. You know that song. You know that attraction exists. You probably know. like It's referenced by companies outside of Disney as like, oh, this is an annoying song that gets stuck in your head. It transcends theme parks, it transcends culture, and by the way, it was created with the idea that after the Cuban Missile Crisis, something, a message needed to be created in this world that would give this message of togetherness, unity, hope for the future, and I, like you said about There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, I feel the same about It's a small world. It's something that we all need to remember. We're all in this together. So, Number one. Number one for me. Good sell job on that. I I see why it's number one. Yeah. Okay. And I put this little note in our notes over here, by the way, that according to Robert J. Sherman, the youngest son of Robert B. Sherman, this song is the single most performed and most translated piece of music. In 2014, so six years ago, imagine you're going to have to add inflation to this. It was estimated that the song had played nearly 50 million times worldwide. Just on the attractions, which beats out the radio and TV estimates for You've Lost That Love and Feeling and Yesterday, which were believed to be somewhere in the neighborhood of, of around eight to seven million each uh, played respectively. Wow. Yeah.
0: And and the points you make about how it's transcended not just theme parks, like like it's, it's part of... Pop culture, yeah. like like the whole thing. It's like you could have never heard of Disney World or anything, but you know who who Mickey Mouse is. It's like yeah. like uh, I I remember in the eighties, some people were saying it's like you could have never known anything about wrestling, but you still knew who Hulk Hogan was. Right. You 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 knew what Coca Cola was. Yep. So I mean, that's that's a really really good point, and definitely grounds for it being number one.
1: Yeah, and I would just say too that it even you know wormed its way into Sunny Eclipse's act over at Cosmic Rays. He starts playing it, and then he's like, "Oh, wait a minute, we use that for torture on my home planet." Um, <laughs> so even Disney pokes fun at it, you know.
0: Well, and 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 I think I think when you have something that big and is so synonymous, like you you mentioned, companies make fun of it for being so annoying. It's like that's that's smart of Disney to do that i mean like 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 taking taking the weight out of out of the punches being thrown by other people right disney's another joke so you know
1: things have changed in disney songs come and go attractions you know change their themes and soundtrack it's a small world has never changed and it probably as long as it's running it probably never will so there you go Those are our top five lists. We'd love to hear yours. Make sure that you are interacting with us on social media. We're at morning monorail. The social medias may be changing over the course of the next couple of weeks as we kind of convert to morning monorail away from just being the Monday morning monorail. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But we're always morning monorail on Twitter. And you can email us at mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. Landon. This has been a lot of fun. I'm glad we finally did it. But you know what? It's Friday. Let's get the weekend started, my man.
0: Absolutely. Uh, to quote uh, Daniel Craig when he hosted SNL and the guest was the weekend. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, the weekend. <laughs> yep. And that's a good place to end it. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for writing with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week.